0: Sir, does this unit have a name yet? The faintest of smiles quirked Versio's lips. It does, he replied. It's a promise to the Rebels. It's called Inferno Squad. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to the Rogue Rebels Podcast. Uh, this week, I'm going to talk about a book, because I like books. And with me, I have a special guest... From Star Wars Geek Girls, it's Zoe. Hello. What's up, Zoe?
0: Um, not much.
1: Awesome. You read a book, I heard.
0: I did. I read two books. Two books? But you already talked about the one, so we're just talking about this
1: one. That's fair. Okay, but we're going to talk about another book. We're going to talk about Inferno Squad by Christy Golden. Which, as you all know, is one of my favorite authors. Dare I say, my favorite author. Um, this is cool. Oh, wait, let me, let me do business real quick. Okay. Uh, follow all our stuff at therogerebels.com. I read a lot of books and comic books and play video games. I'm really bad at squadrons, so expect <laughs> a lot more squadron stuff coming up. Um, what else is happening? Uh, at the Rogue Rebels on Instagram. Check out our Facebook page. And I was recently on the Star Wars Book Club talking about Darth Vader Imperial Machine and my love for Kirak Phila. So go check that out on YouTube, on the Star Wars YouTube, if you haven't yet. Zoe, what do you got going on?
0: Um, well, Lucy and I haven't podcasted in a while because of school and stuff. So, not That's much fair. going on. Uh, you can, but you can find Star Wars Geek Girl on Facebook as Star Wars Geek Girl and then Instagram and Twitter also, but it just as SW Geek Girl.
1: And go subscribe to Star Wars Geek Girl, give them five star reviews, and do the same for Rogue Rebels podcast. We could use a few too. You know. Spread the love. Okay. First, real quick, like, spoiler-free, like, Inferno Squad thoughts. Like, what's your impression? Did you like the book? Was it, like, spoiler-free stuff?
0: I, I really liked it, I think. Uh, did, did the book come out before the game? Yes. Okay. Well, I read it after the game, so I already knew, like, most of the characters, like, the main mm-hmm. characters pretty well and but I think like getting to like really delve into them this way was really fun and I got I liked them even more than I did from the game or liked characters I didn't really like in the game (laughs) so that's
1: fair and understood yeah um the let's see I like this book a lot and on a reread like a couple of different things hit me different I think also because it was after the game And then, after I watched another non-Star Wars movie, like, we'll get into that in spoiler stuff, Uh, but I do like this book, and it's very, like, spy-y-ish, which wasn't exactly what I was expecting. I was expecting a lot more, like, the first Battlefront book, which is like, (laughs) the 72, second day on the front. We've lost so many people, but now we're coming. We're gonna bomb all the people. I only have one arm, and like war is crazy.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was one thing I really liked too, because the first Battlefront, while I liked it, it was like hard for me to get through because I'm just not like like a heavy war thing. This is not my thing to really read, mm-hmm. so I was just kind of, I kind of just felt <laughs> like I was like trudging through it, even if I liked it, like overall. But this book, I was like pleasantly surprised because it was more. Which it was the same thing with the game. I was worried that the game was gonna be like a really heavy war game. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it is, but it's more. There's more like espionage.
1: But there's kind of a good stuff. story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's. I mean, I like the first Battlefront book as well, but it is that like gritty and like we're in it, and that uh, that was bef- that book came out, and that's Alexander Freed. And then they were like, hey, guess who's going to write the Rogue One novelization? Alexander Freed. <laughs> and I was like, well, that makes sense. It works. And now he's doing the, in, the uh, Alphabet Squadron books.
0: I still need to read those.
1: Which, there are two, and I finished the second one recently, and man, it is nuts, y'all. <laughs> Star Wars is crazy. Okay. I
0: think I want to wait till the third one comes out, to just, and then I can just read them all together.
1: I mean, it is cool, but I will give you this teeny little nugget. Uh, Alphabet Squadron sometimes works with Vanguard Squadron, which if you play the video game Squadrons, you are familiar with. Or you are, I guess, in those video games. (laughs) Or that video game. Those books. That video game. There's one video game, but there's multiple books. Okay. So... Basically, Hera's in the books. Yeah,
0: I knew that. Thank you
1: for coming <laughs> to my head, Ted Talk. Uh, and there's really just no reason to, like, wait for Hera. Uh, but she's in the first book, like, not as much as she's in the second book. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, I'm going to stop spoiling other books, <laughs> and we're going to start spoiling this book. Ready? Yes. Everybody else who's listening, all two of you, if you haven't read the book, (laughs) get out. Or, if you have no intention of reading the book, hey, stay by the fire in this cave on the shadow side of the planet. Uh, Okay, I have read this book longer ago than you, so I'm going to throw it to you and make you start. So, should we
0: start at the beginning, I guess? Yes. Well, it starts with um, with Aiden on the Death Star. Or not, she's near the Death Star in her TIE Fighter. Right. And she's, you know, flying around, and we all know how that goes.
1: Like, <laughs> she's at the Battle of Yavin. Yeah. I didn't see that coming.
0: No. Um, and the Death Star gets blown up, and she cra- she actually crashes on Yavin. Yeah. Which I was like, that's crazy, that's like the rebel planet. But she makes it.
1: She gets like shot down in the battle. Yeah. So she, but she survives. So like, or like, she doesn't even get shot down, right? Doesn't like the shockwave from the Death Star explosion? Yeah, it
0: was like it explodes. Well, because wasn't it like, didn't she like, like she heard or felt or whatever the explosion? She's like, oh, they did it. They destroyed Yavin. And then she's like, wait, Yavin's still there? (laughs) Yeah,
1: hold on. Does not compute. And then like her ship gets hit by the shockwave. With lame, no-tie shields, and she, like, knocks it all wibbly-wobbly, and she crash-lands on the planet, and presumably, like, smokes some rebels, <laughs> and yeah. steals a cargo ship,
0: that and been is a like, I'm a hero! Of, that would have been a fun part of the game to play and I feel like.
1: Like a cute little prologue?
0: Yeah, you just... You
1: that know, makes sense.
0: Steal a ship and get away. I guess it's kind of the beginning of the game, anyway, just... Different Death Star. Yeah, just a Whoa. different Death Star explosion. a <laughs> different Death Star.
1: <laughs> uh, I thought that was really cool. And I also did the audiobook, which is read by Janina Gavankar. So, extra double, triple awesome, because Aiden Versio reads you the book. You know, if yeah. you are into audiobooks, <laughs> I don't you know, whatever. Uh, so after that, they, like, build Inferno Squad, right?
0: Yeah, they, um... Well, because he's already friends with Gideon, who's the character I didn't like in the game, but
1: mm-hmm. kind
0: of liked in the book.
1: Eh, I still don't like him and that I much. I mean,
0: I didn't like him that much, but it was, like, surprised, because I was like, oh, this guy's pretty cool, and I'm like, wait, no, he's not. That's not... He's a different yeah. guy. He's not mm-hmm. He's not cool. Um. But, yeah, so... It's Aiden's father kind of gathers them all together, so it's her... Hask and Dell from the game mm-hmm. and then is it Sane?
1: Sane Marana.
0: Sane Marana.
1: The fourth member.
0: Yeah. She was really cool and I immediately like was like oh no she's not in the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you who have played the game was like wait there's only three members. She's
0: not in the wait. game. Wait. I did that I can't remember what other book it was but there's like a group but like from like I forget it was like something like there was a it's. I mean, it's probably like every other Star Wars book, but there's like a character that's not in like the show or movie or whatever, and mm-hmm. like I always tend to latch onto that character, knowing what's going to happen.
1: It just... <laughs> to be fair, they made sane really likable oh, in great. this book. She's like the perfect spy. She graduated early. Like she has an eidetic memory. So she's like a super linguist. She knows like 30 languages and can read and write another 17. Yeah. <laughs> like.
0: I would have liked to play her.
1: Oh, and she's like a sniper, right?
0: Yeah. And yeah. she's like all sorts of crazy stuff. She like knows yeah. everything and she's like great. But like, I don't know. I was kind of like, you know, maybe like she'll just like do such a great job, she gets transferred. But.
1: <laughs> they were like, you're going to have your own ReFerno squad. <laughs>
0: That's not how it works in Star
1: Wars, fortunately. Free fried Squad. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, I like how they sort of put in a lot of the things that we know from the game. Like, you know, Aiden is kind of the all-around, like, commander. And then dell they're like, oh, he was like an Imperial technician, and like, that's why he's good with tech, but also he was a good pilot, and one time he was on Scarif. And all this stuff. So, like in the game, you know that he does tech, like because he's always fixing the droid. Oh, and the droid was in the book. Yeah,
0: the droid's there.
1: Cool. Uh, and Hask is Hask.
0: Yeah, he was. He was more likable in the book, but
1: uh, I, that's like a thin. Li- I don't know. I didn't bit. like him anymore.
0: He, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I still don't like him. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: he was. He didn't like you know, kill his friends or anything. Or try to
1: kill his friends. Well, <laughs> friends is a I mean, loose yeah. term, I suppose. I mean, yeah, the,
0: the, his squad, I guess.
1: Yeah. That's fair.
0: Um, but, yeah, so, their first mission was, was that the wedding? What's? It?
1: Right. Yeah,
0: it's the wedding.
1: By the way, every time there's, like, a spy... Star Wars mission at a wedding or a gala or whatever. Like it happens in this book, it happens in a. I think Rebel Rising has something a lot yeah. like this. I always the Rebel get, Rising uh,
0: one was so much more brutal.
1: Yeah, Saw's so gangster. Uh, the I always get True Lies flashbacks. I always think of like Arnold Schwarzenegger '90s movie. <laughs> And they're like, okay, like, you gotta go to the room and get the like little information from the computer thing. I'm going up the stairs now. <laughs> so, in my head, that's how these things pan out.
0: They're just all Arnold Schwarzenegger?
1: Yeah, Saint Marana is like oh. gigantic with a tuxedo <laughs> under her scuba suit. <laughs> Here's my invitation. Yeah, that's a great movie. But whatever
0: I like, I always like infiltration things. I just think they're fun. So that was a great part of the story for me.
1: It was super cool, and I like how they give them like that one or two missions to like, so we can see the uh, squad sort of like gel and get there working.
0: Yeah, and like slowly learn like each other.
1: Yeah, that was cool, and like. Uh, I think we skipped over when they formed Inferno Squad, but basically Aiden's like, they're like, well, Aiden's going to be the leader because her plan is the best. Now do it. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, like that salute. Sane is like, wah, 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 ha, ha. and they're like, yeah. what? <laughs> and she's like, it's a Wookiee salute. It means like we will like feast on the blood of our enemies as we rip their arms off or what, I don't remember what the salute was, but it was something super brutal. And I was like, yo, sane is metal. And we did, and that was my takeaway.
0: Yeah. And that was a nice moment when they were all like in the room, I guess.
1: Were they drinking what were they toasting? They were was it something. Tavraki? Yeah, I think so. Tavraki uh-huh. whiskey? Or was it Tonery?
0: I don't know. It's not Wikipedia's not that detailed. Darn. Can't remember. But and um I have
1: the book in front of me, I should just flip it open.
0: But uh, the we're wedding um, was it was like a moth's daughter, and they had to, they had to drug the moth and like knock him out, and then they were stealing some some like documents from the safe. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know what. It was really great.
1: I just thought it was cool when they, like, started working together and they went to a wedding and Arnold Schwarzenegger was there. Yeah. That's my favorite. Um, so then they start, like, like, the big mission in the book is when they're, like, taking out the dreamers. Yes. And the dreamers are survivors of Saw's partisans. Yeah. Who or
0: not even, like, survivors, just, like, people who were, like, inspired by him, like, different right. places and were like, I want to do that. Now
1: that he's dead. It's really cool. I like that crew. But I also wanted to say that in uh, the Star Wars comics, like, there are some of the survivors who, like, stayed on Jeddah and tried to keep the Empire away. Because the Empire was like, well, the planet's, like, kind of blown up, but let's keep drilling for Kyber. <laughs> but it's a lot easier to get to it now. Um, and, like, uh, the one surviving two tubes god, like, I can't remember if it's Edrio or uh, the other one.
0: <laughs> They're all two tubes. Yeah,
1: Edrio two tubes or <laughs> the other two tubes. But the one surviving one is like the leader of those guys. Which is pretty cool. Because at one point, like, Luke and Leia and Han are all there. And Luke's asking a lot of questions. And he's like, wait, so there was like a whole bunch of people that got these plans? And then, like, I just turned my... Targeting computer off like a (laughs) jerk? What if I missed? You guys trusted me? Are you serious right now? Uh, so that's interesting.
0: And funny. Um, I'm trying to think. So they, uh, they get to the dream, and it's like very, like, complicated, like, leading up, because it needs to be, like, perfect.
1: Well, they all have, like, different plans to infiltrate this cell, right?
0: Yeah. Well, so like, cause they have, um, well, first they all meet the one guy that, like, what was he? He was an alien. I forget what he was.
1: But,
0: uh, um, but he's with, like, all the other, like, a couple other dreamers that have, like, the explosive jewelry and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At, like, a bar. And, what could he get? Oh. I mean,
1: all I remember is, like, same is like, she pretends to be like a slave, and she yeah, gets well, rescued no, by them?
0: before that. Oh, okay. Before that. This was when they were all, it was like a, a second mission when they were all together, like before they started doing that. And they like, they're meeting, his name is Bach, I forget what his species is, but his name is Bach. And he, um, he was like an informant, but he wanted out of the Dreamers. Mm-hmm. And so they were supposed to like take him back and like, I guess torture him, but they weren't telling him that. And, um, They try to get him, but he's like comes with a bunch of people that have like jewelry bombs, and um, the bombs go off. But they're all fine, like Inferno Squad is fine. And but then they're mad at each other because Gideon disrespected Iden, he's a jerk. He
1: is a jerk. (laughs) The uh, they're like different ways to infiltrate the dreamers was like really really cool. Oh, yeah, like the two brothers, like. They join the pirates or something, and then the pirate turns them over.
0: Yeah. And
1: then the girl, uh, Sane, like, she is somewhere that they attack, and she's, like, pretends to be a slave, and so they, like, rescue her. And then Aiden, since Aiden is famous and comes from a famous family, like, she publicly defects is publicly arrested.
0: Well, not even that. She, like, she can't even, like... Like, she has to, like, make statements supposedly in private to someone she knows would report her. Yeah. Like, she couldn't even just come out and be like, I denounce the Empire. Like, it was, like, way more complicated than that.
1: Right. But, like, on the... They, like, put her on the news. They were like, Look who defected! This Versio! How dare she! She is locked up in Vardo's prison. And Gleb is like... You want, some, you want some tonnery? <laughs> While you're here?
0: Yeah, and, like, and they like didn't even tell her mom. Like, her mom was like...
1: That was, was crazy, yeah. Like, so, I don't know. And then we get to know her mom a yeah. little bit. Because she's not in the game.
0: Yeah, but she's an artist.
1: <laughs> Is that another alarm that went off in Zoeville Where you're like, <laughs> wait, her mom? Like,
0: yeah. Mom's not in the game. And well, she was she was sick too. Like the first, they first introduced her, like here's her mom who's not in the game, and she's sick. I'm like, well, all right. That's bad.
1: <laughs> Sounds bad. I don't like this, y'all. <laughs> I don't like this twenty twenty mom stuff. Um. So yeah, but her mom is like a famous imperial propaganda artist. Hmm. So she's an artist that creates all of this like propaganda. And I thought that was interesting. So I was like, oh, like her dad is like this super crazy, like general admiral ISB guy. And then her mom is like this propaganda artist. You know, it's like the opposite of Sabine Wren. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. I did think that was interesting. Yeah. So they all get there finally to the Dreamers. And it's like, uh,. What are they doing? Oh yeah, they want to. Iden
0: gets kidnapped by the Dreamers. Right, she
1: gets not rescued, but like they steal her from her Imperial (laughs) defective punishment and take her to. I forgot what the name of the planet was, but it has a dark side.
0: Yeah, it's really dark, and they all like wear goggles until their eyes adjust.
1: Sick. Um.
0: Like Alaska in the
1: winter. Yeah, it's like those uh, thirty days of night (laughs) thingies, movie, comics. Um, I though they they're going after the dreamers because the dreamers are like hitting these really cool imperial targets. So they're like, where are they getting their intelligence? We need to like figure out their intelligence and infiltrate them, and not just blow them up, so that we can like, you know, uncover their sources and da 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 da. So it's like a whole complicated plan, right?
0: Yeah. Um. So they get there, and we should like introduce the dreamer. So there's.
1: Okay, Pia Cow, the Chattrfan, Chadrafan.
0: He's great. He was my favorite of the dreamers. Yes.
1: I'm finding that I love adorable fan team members because in Black Spire, there's also one. And in Black Spire, the fan is like, oh, like I set this all up while you guys were sleeping because I'm a fan and I don't sleep that much. Like we only sleep like three or four hours a day. So I built all this (laughs) and I'm like, that is incredibly useful.
0: And Pical was like, it's so sad because he was, like, forced to work in, like, an Imperial something factory or whatever, right? he mm-hmm. And now he's all, like, poisoned from there. And, like, his whole family's dead. But he's still just, like, so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad.
1: Star Wars people are always tragic. Um, Even tiny, adorable ones.
0: Yeah. Sometimes the tiny, adorable ones are, like, the most tragic.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Um, but then there's the the warrior family, the parents and the son. The Kage. Yeah.
1: Uh, I always thought the Kage was cool, since they were introduced in that awesome episode of Boba Fett and Asajj Ventress. Yes. Of Clone Wars. Yeah,
0: it's one of my favorite episodes.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um,
0: like ninja people.
1: And they're like a family, right? Yeah, Isn't it like-
0: it's the parents and their son. Right. That sounds like a teenager.
1: Yeah, but they're super awesome and ninja-ish, ninja-esque. Yeah. Which um, I enjoy.
0: And then there's, there's Cave, and the and the Mentor. Right. And the um, is Cave the Twi'lek?
1: Doreen is the Twi'lek, mm-hmm. right? The girl. The Dream. I
0: thought the was like the human girl, or. Something. She's human. What's the, what's the Twi'lek's name? The Twi'lek, that brought saint.
1: I thought that was Nadrine, but no, I could be wrong.
0: Wikipedia said is Nadrine's, Nadrine's human? a human, so. Okay. She was there the one that was girl. in love with, or she was like with, um, Azen or Cave. I can't remember these names. Yeah, I thought I just it was Nadrine. the book. It's, okay. I need to there know is a
1: female Twi'lek on the team, though.
0: Yeah, and, and she. It's the same name as the fruit, Donna. Donna fruit.
1: What's a Donna fruit?
0: no, it's that fruit they always ate, and they called it Donna fruit because they like Don- Donna really liked it.
1: All right, I forgot that part.
0: Wow, big <laughs> fan. <Thanks>, <laughs> um,
1: there was like a really cool part with her, where like she's dancing or something. Yeah. And they're like, "How can you like?" dance. Isn't that like what Twi'leks are made to do in their suffering? And she's like, no, because I want to dance. So, ha! This is my dance. For me.
0: I really like... And then liked,
1: everybody's like, alright, yeah, cool, cool. Now that's cool.
0: I, I really like Donna and her sympathy for Sane, which was, like, it was hurtful. Because, like, I liked Sane, but she was lying to Donna, and then Donna was, like, opening up to her, and I was like, no, don't do that.
1: Right. As they're building relationships with these people we know like but they're just gonna kill you (laughs) they're here to kill you and all your friends
0: that was like the hardest part because it was like like you want like inferno squad to like succeed because like you Mm -hmm. like those characters most of them but then you also like like most of the dreamers and you don't want them to die and you know, well, that, like, they're the ones that are right, because they're not Imperial. But they're also right. wrong, because they're, like, killing all these kids and stuff. Right. So it's, like...
1: It's, like, a weird thing, because, like, we're introduced to the book, and, like, Aiden's flying around her, TIE fighter, and, yes, I did my thing for the Empire, ha-ha. But as you get to know them, you're, like, yeah, these are people, here's our mission. But like them, as soon as we get dropped into the enemy's camp and start, like, Putting faces and personality and names to these enemies, all of a sudden we're <laughs> like, "Oh, yeah, I know you just blew up like five X-wings a minute ago." <laughs> but all of a sudden, but but Pia Cow,
0: yeah. he's nice. because like, like most Star Wars books, I feel like are like like oh here's Padme, she's doing her thing. Here are the bad guys, she needs to fight like the Separatists. And then like oh here's Ahsoka, she's doing her thing, she needs to fight like the Inquisitor. But then, like, this book was really, like... Because, like, they're both, like, right, but they're both wrong. And you just like them all. It's just hard.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think Kristen, Christy Golden is really good with books like that. Yeah. Like, it kind of... There's a undercover theme that also goes along with Dark Disciple for a little while.
0: Yeah.
1: It's probably not the same as this, but similar. Um, okay. Here's what occurred to me on my second read-through. Aiden, when she joins this, like, when they rescue her, they take her because they're like, you're going to be the voice of the Dreamers. And so they start, like, they give her over to the mentor, which is this person who, like, teaches them to, like, publicly speak and, like, you know, how to come off and how to inspire soldiers and, like, they're trying to build a rebellion, pretty much, right? But... Like, they're training her to be this voice and face of it. They're like, you're this famous imperial, and you're going to inspire so many people to turn to our side, and blah, 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 blah. It reminded me of Hunger Games.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And I didn't think about it, and I think the only reason I did was because I just recently also rewatched the Hunger Games movies.
0: <laughs> Have you read the books? The Hunger Games no. Book? Okay. They're really good. I'll be honest with you. They're no. very good. You should read them if you get a chance. I would highly recommend like them. You. They're better but, than the
1: movies. Okay. But. That's fair. Um, but the movies are not bad. No, they're not. And I just, like, it was kind of the same vibe that they were like, no, you need to inspire. We need to teach you how to, like, like, they were trying to teach her and dress her to be the voice of this rebellion. You know? They yeah. were like, you're going to be the Mockingjay or whatever. And I felt a lot of that in, like, Iden Versio is going to be the voice of the Dreamers. Which was weird. Except, Iden Versio was really trying to kill them
0: all. Yeah, I was so, thinking more along the lines of like Ezra, like in season one when he like is a voice for the rebellion mm-hmm. in the end of the season, and like I was thinking like I've, it came like fairly easy to Ezra, even though he was young and not experienced in that, because he like truly believed what he was saying. Where like Aiden really struggled because she didn't really believe anything; she was just trying to right. repeat what they wanted her to say.
1: Yeah, and that. Reminded me of more of like Hunger Games where they're like, she doesn't believe it. Like, this is all fake and whack. We need to put her on the battlefield or whatever. (laughs) Like, you know, name a time when, oh God, I can't, oh Katniss, you know, inspired you when she like was nice to Rue, when she volunteered for her sister. (laughs) Like, and then all the PR stuff, she's like, stand up against the Capitol. That was funny. Um, what else? So the Dreamers are, like, kind of cool, even though they're super brutal.
0: Although not all of them are, like, super brutal. Because, like, when they, at the one point when they want to go after, like, um, like, the this is skipping ahead, when they want to go after that, like, school trip. Yeah. And most of them don't, they're like, hey, those are kids, what are you talking about? But Aiden's actually the one that's like, let's do it. You know, because she wants to try and fit in. Mm-hmm. Even if she doesn't really want to do it. But, like, they're, like, pretty split on, like, more extreme. I think not all of them could have gotten along with Saw too well, just based off, of, like, Rebel Rising. Like, I remember when that gala, when they just, like, set off those like, blade things. Yeah. And, like, I don't think all of it, like, I don't think, like, Picat cat would have been on board for that.
1: Fair. Fair. Um. Yeah, it was, it was, like interesting to see a little bit deeper into that side because like they are you're like oh look they just want to dance and be free and like pia cows lost his family but he's like trying and then they're like okay but also we're gonna bomb this school (laughs) that'll show them and i'm like wait can we can we show them some other way
0: (laughs) is there a different way to show them or when they like traumatize like the children of that is it like a it's like a moth or something or an agent I don't know. I don't know oh. what it is. But remember, they like break into his house and like gather up his children in the room and are like like little kids and like point their guns at him. And I was just like, oh my
1: god! But they like
0: they're so little.
1: He was saying like, was that the one with the water? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, the water is like fine, and they're like, you are poisoning the water, and we'll show you here. Drink this. No, ha-ha. the guy
0: was definitely wrong. But I was like, that's a tiny child. Right. <laughs> they're like pointing but, guns at these little kids. I
1: was like, it like I love how it one upped each other. I'm like, oh, ha, ha they got this guy. What a scumbag. And then he's like, I drink the water, it's fine. And then they were like, okay, give his son the water. Wait! <laughs> and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If things are getting out of hand now.
0: But they didn't even, they didn't even give his son the water. Yeah. And then they, well,
1: he, wait.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then They, they uh, did push him into the water. They were like, can he swim? I don't know.
1: We gotta go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then he could swim, though. So, good for him, I guess.
1: But yes, they did traumatize an entire family.
0: Yeah.
1: You have a compelling argument. <laughs> um, so, Sane, the most adorable and wonderful person of Inferno that we never got to meet before, we meet. And she also starts getting close to the young Kage boy. Sidori. Sidori, that's right. So, that school bombing trip is sort of like the beginning of the unraveling.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, well, like, Sidori takes her to, like, like, a glowing lake, and it's, like, all really sweet. And Aiden's like, don't get feelings for him. And Sane's like, I'm not, but, like, she. Don't catch key. feelings, girl. <laughs> she, like, low key is. Um,
1: like, then, not even Loki. key?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but then. I mean, she was, like, in denial. That's why I said yeah. low key. But, um, so they, it it wasn't a school, it was like a school trip to the factory. Yes. So at first they're like, oh, we're going to blow up this factory that's making, like, something. What was it making? I don't know. I don't know. But they're going to blow it up. Yeah, they're going to blow it up. And they're like, okay, cool, blow up the factory. Then it turns out they're blowing it up on a school trip. Mm -hmm. And most of them are like, wait, we can't really do that. But they... They like, kind of vote
1: on it. They're like, look, dude, we already put it on the calendar. We can't even, <laughs> yeah, like, we yeah. can't reschedule this, guys. Like, I already paid for the bus tickets. I
0: already did it, so. Yeah. Um, and so Sidori- The bomb's ready to go. It's yeah. literally set for tomorrow. <laughs> um, so Sidori and, and Sane both, since they're the youngest, both, like, go in. Uh, disguised as school children. And they say mm-hmm. the droid that has, that's, like, helping with the bomb is, like, Sane's, like, Medical something droid. Okay. Right?
1: I don't remember the droid. I just remember she changes the yeah, plan a well, little bit. Yeah,
0: the droid was there and she like gets him in by saying he's like for a medical condition she has. Because the droid carries the bomb. That's right. Because they can't search the medical droid, but they can search her. What else? saying sets the bomb to a little later so that the kids don't get blown up. But Sidori's yeah. like, nah, we gotta kill them kids. So He's he like, runs in and set it send off the bomb
1: himself. Like, she basically changes it, because she doesn't want to kill the kids, but she also doesn't want to tell anybody. So she, like, changes it to five minutes later, so everybody can evacuate or whatever, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Or so the kids will be gone from the trip, but everybody in the factory will still get blown up. Ha ha, we win. <laughs> um, so they, like, go outside, and Sidori's like, huh, bomb didn't go off. I gotta go check this out.
0: Well, it like, wasn't, he like, thought it broke, so he went in, because they both had their own, like, personal bombs, right? And yeah. he just set off his own. He didn't even, like, look for the other one.
1: Yeah, he's like, it's broken. I gotta do this. You go back with my family, you super honest, great person. I will sacrifice myself for you and your honesty, Sane. <laughs> <scene.
0: laughs> Although then, I didn't feel that bad for him, because I'm like, do you really have to blow up the kids?
1: He had to blow up the kids. Well then, so all that happens, they go back. And they're like, what happened? And she's like, I don't know. And then, like, the family is so distraught, and their family comes up to her, and they're like, he loved you so much, please partake <laughs> in our, like, funeral feast to honor him. And she's like, yeah, he did. He <laughs> was great. But she knows she killed him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, you know. and then Dell was like, wait, did my bomb not work? And Sane's like, no, it's my fault.
1: Yeah, they have, like, they set up, like, the ID10 to, like, make a little secure channel so that yeah. they can sort of communicate with each other without getting re-spied.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, because they can't, like, be seen together too much, because they're not yeah. really supposed to have any connection at all. Um.
1: So, oh, and
0: Ka- I think oh, for- we missed this when we were talking about the water thing, but Cave and Nadrine both die. Oh, oh so, on the- that At the water thing. They get, like, blown up or shot or whatever by stormtroopers.
1: Yeah. So, like, after that, and then after this bomb, they start being like, hey, it's like something's up. Like, you know, that's like too many things going bad. We might have a spy. And then it changes from Hunger Games. To among us. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> then they're all trying to figure out who the spy is. And what they don't realize is there are like four imposters among
0: us. <laughs> well, then there's there's like another spy too. Who has he's like separate from Inferno Squad. That's right. Dude, he's Azen. He's the one that he's the one that like kidnapped Iden in the first place.
1: Right, and he was like an ex-imperial something or other.
0: Yeah, and so like Inferno Squad was like, wait, there's another spy on our side. He doesn't know we're spies. Right. So they have to like take him out.
1: There's a lot of killing. Yeah. In this book,
0: well, I and see, like. I remember the scene where they bring in like the beat up stormtrooper who was just trying to like protect the warehouse. He's like coughing up blood and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, Is right? it, Iden that takes him out?
0: No, I think they want Iden too, but she like hesitates because this is when they're still like suspicious of her or something. Yeah, and like this like doesn't help, and he just ends up dying on his own. Or no, they wanted Iden to do a broadcast next to him and be like, "This is what happens when you stand up to the dreamers," but then he just like dies himself, like just like chokes. So and they're, they're like, like, "Man, all right, we lost some YouTube they Throw him in views. the pit because they have that pit um, for dead bodies.
1: Yeah. So, like, Dell, right, and Piakau are, like, examining these ancient statues, or? Oh,
0: yeah, they're the ancient statues with, like, the, they think it's, like...
1: They think they're powered by crystals.
0: Yeah, well, they're crystals, and, and then Dell thinks they're, like, telepathically controlled. Cause yeah. Because then he discovers they're, like, droids, like, on the inside.
1: Right. So they're, like, all trying to figure out, like, this is what's happening while they're all at camp. Uh, Hask? I don't remember exactly what Hask is doing, but Hask he's a tricks or so whatever. getting
0: into arguments and trying to let... Trying to get people to let him fly. Even though <laughs> the character he's playing isn't supposed to really know how to fly that well. But he's like, I can do it. I can fly.
1: <laughs> I, I, I love flying, but you just let me fly. Like, I'll play pilot wings. It's fine. <laughs> um, Aiden is getting trained by the... What is it? The mentor? Yes. And all that. And then... Like... Pretty soon after that, she realizes that the mentor is the source or has or is the connection to the source or whatever. Yeah. Because all their missions come from the mentor.
0: Yeah, and there's um, the one, can't even remember his name now, but the guy that, um, like, the leader, he, like, hates the mentor but has to keep him around because the mentor only gives him, like, a little information at a time. Right. And, like, I didn't realize this.
1: Yeah. Uh,. I forgot the guy's name. Um, yeah, so like, but nobody knows, they just call them the mentor, mm-hmm. so nobody knows who the mentor is, yeah. you know? But so it's like the whole time Aiden's training with the mentor, she's like, well, he's human and he seems to be really good at public speaking. Maybe he was a, like, movie star or senator <laughs> or something like, and so she's like, it's a whole, like, uh, she's putting on her best Sherlock hat yeah. for this. <laughs>
0: Got your happy price, price line. Going, we've covered, We haven't really gone exactly in order, but we've covered. No, not exactly. We're not good at that. Up to um, to after Sidori's death, where yes, Sane lets a different language slip because she knows all those languages.
1: So, like, yeah, two people are talking about them, Pekow and then Sane and answers them.
0: Picau and Donna are talking in yeah. like fan and like Hattie's. And then, Sa- and then,
1: like, Sane answers them, and they're like, excuse me?
0: Well, yeah, well, they're talking about the Sidori's parents, because they're like, "Like, I can't believe they raised him to be willing to like go kill a bunch of kids, if, even if it kills himself, you know? Mm-hmm. And then Sane gets really mad and defends them, but in a different language, or feels right. that she spoke their language. And Donna's like... Huh. And,
1: like... As a slave, she was like, Oh, I only know like basic and Hutis or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like, and so they're like, Wait a minute, you don't know Chadra slash whatever the heck we were talking. <laughs> you know, you never said you knew Twileki or Rylothian. I don't know what they were speaking. This is Chadra Fan on. So. Fan.
0: So. Cool. I was um. Wait.
1: They were speaking Chadra Fans. Most Chadra Fans that I've heard are little and squeaky. Well, do you is. think? That they were like, hey, and like having their little thing. And
0: Maybe. they were like,
1: Man, this guy, what are these what are bad parents and raised this jerk kid to blow up kids and that she went and yelled in little squeaky chatter fan and was like, well, No, he's super awesome. No, nah, I, I like her
0: th- I think she yelled in basic, but it she
1: They knew she understood.
0: Yeah. I, think, I don't know. I don't remember So
1: she just made herself suspect number one in yeah. Among Us.
0: <laughs> um and they kind of connect that to Sane being the one that set the bomb, but then the bomb didn't go off, right? Right. Um and so Halia or I'm just following summary bookpita, but Satori's mom wants to kill her. Which fair, you know. Right. <laughs>
1: um. Satori's mom's like, "I got this." <laughs> <laughs> like you Guys, it's not like my birthday's next week.
0: But the mentor and like some other people are like, well, you know, maybe not, you know. And Sane says that like she didn't want to kill all the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I didn't like the rest of the crew. Just kind of have to be like they can't really say anything,
1: right? Cause then yeah, suspicious. like they can't come to her defense and defend her. But also, it's really interesting that um, like her defense is actually, like, true. Yeah. She's like, look, I literally changed the bomb to t- try to save the kids. My bad. All of that is true.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, she didn't really, I mean, besides the whole Imperial thing, right. she didn't really lie. Um, right. But then, they have, they have, Stazen has Aiden, like, they're like, Aiden, I think you should kill her to prove your loyalty, because, like, Aiden's also been suspect being the right. ex-Imperial. Of course, that puts Aiden in a horrible place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Aiden's, like, holding the blade, and she doesn't want to do it. But, you know.
1: And Sane, like, basically rushes upon it. Yeah. And, like, kind of does it for her.
0: Yeah, well, and she says, for the Empire, so then they do know she's the Imperial spy. Ah.
1: Uh. That's sad. I know. And then, uh, I don't know if it happened before, but I remember one part where she was like, I have an eidetic memory. So, like, oh
0: yeah, that was... for you
1: guys, like, these things fade and, like, go away. But for me, like, I constantly always remember watching the love of my life run into a room <laughs> and blow up. And it will never go away because my memories are always perfect. So please kill me because I hate it. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. So that That yeah. was a hard scene.
1: Yeah. That was super well done.
0: Yeah. Thank well, you
1: Christy for killing yeah. us.
0: <laughs> well, like that was like the beginning of the book. I was like, "Oh, this is fun. They're like breaking into a wedding and like doing all this espionage stuff." And by the end of the book, I'm like, "Oh my god. <laughs> what am I reading?" <laughs> Star Wars yeah <laughs> that's how it works with everything with all of them right In the beginning it's like oh this is great and then by the yeah. end
1: you're like look Solo. man it's a little uh Solo's look at those little kids steal a speeder bike full of supplies this is wonderful and then by season four you're like I can't wait for you to come home either
0: <laughs> except Solo's not really like that Solo I think gets better it gets better I, as it goes
1: I feel like Solo like Breaks your heart in the first ten minutes.
0: Yeah, and then at the end, like, you're like, "Oh, great, everyone's happy."
1: Look at them chilling on a like tropical paradise cave planet weird thing. <laughs> Except
0: Kira, he's not really. Yeah. Happy at all? But no. But Chewie's happy, so that's all that really.
1: matters. Uh, yeah, I don't know about him either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Solo. Let me,
1: did you read the solo novelization?
0: No. Oh no. Okay,
1: I did. And there's one part that, like, makes me want to cry much more than it does in the actual movie. So, spoilers for the Solo novelization, question mark? Uh, at the part where they're escaping Kessel. And Chewie is with the other Wookiees, and he sort of looks back, and he has to decide whether to go with the Wookiees and C-3PO or Solo. So he, like, looks at the Wookiees, and he looks back, and the, and it, but it goes to Chewbacca's point of view. So it's like, you know, the other Wookiees are like, hey, come on, let's go, you can go back, we're gonna go, like, help each other, and we can survive, and be free, and stuff. Um, and then he looks back at Solo, and he's like, Chewbacca's thoughts are like, you know, he looked at the, his family, his clan, and, you know, they were gonna go together, and go help each other, and he was like, they, they're going to be okay. And then he looked back at Solo, and like, Solo didn't have any friends, Solo didn't have anybody, and he was this lone little hairless guy.
0: Oh.
1: <laughs> and he needed a clan, and he needed somebody to help him, because he was constantly doing dumb things. <laughs> so, he had to go help Solo. He had to go help this little Why? hairless guy.
0: Why would you tell me that? That's hor- I'm never going to be able to watch that scene again.
1: It's amazing. And then he puts his forehead to his friend and he's like, you guys are going to be good. I'm going to go help this little guy. <laughs> this little guy that needs help and a family. He doesn't have a family. Look at his last name. He was <laughs> named by a guy at a counter. He needs me.
0: I think about that guy at the counter sometimes. The guy's like, wow, so you just like have no one?
1: Okay. Hold on. How many guys, <laughs> how many people do you think that guy at the counter has been, like, um, Robert Solo.
0: (laughs) There's just, like, thousands of solos just because that one guy's, like, (laughs)
1: all
0: right, solo. What's your
1: last name? I don't know. And Bobby Freckles.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be an interesting job to just, like, name people. Just, like, look at them and be like, all right.
1: Do you think back when that guy worked for the Republic that he was, like, Ellen Sleazebag Anno.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I love that. That's canon now. I've decided. <laughs>
1: okay. and okay, now that we've covered Solo, <laughs> yeah. let's get back to <laughs> back Inferno. To,
0: back to the book. Um, okay. So, Sane is dead. Sane is dead. And Inferno Squad is really sad, obviously. She but was, like, also, the youngest, too. Like, they're all, like, quite a bit older than her.
1: Yeah. She was like the youngest and brightest and knows 47 she was, like, languages. The
0: best one. And they're like, all right, well.
1: Yeah. Just but yes. also, like, they're not done with suspicion. Like, yeah. they, they killed her, but the rest of the dreamers is still like, no, like, there's something else going on here. We just found, like, blah, 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 blah. And I think they start going after Staven. Yeah. Which is, like, the ex Imperial guy, right?
0: No, that's Aizen. Aizen. Aiden. Azen
1: or Aiden? Azen. No, Aiden is in uh, Alphabet Squadron.
0: Okay. Yeah, Azen. All right. Somehow. <laughs> Too many names.
1: Yes, Star Wars names. Um. Okay, so they like there's still suspicion about him. Yeah, and, and, then, and now there's the extra
0: suspicion because now they're looking at everybody differently because of when Cave and the Dream died.
1: Right. So, stuff starts popping off around this point in the
0: book. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I don't remember the exact order of events.
0: I have I have here on Wikipedia a little help.
1: Help us Wikipedia. Oh. Help us website. You're <laughs> our only hope.
0: So Dell and Pikachu tell the mentor about the big robot statues.
1: And their theories.
0: Yes. And then I didn't this is when So they all, like, meet there. They're in, like, that cavern, and they're, like, looking at the robots. And then Iden, um, they all decide they're going to leave and take, like, steal a ship. It's their plan B. Uh So then Iden goes and through the mentor's journal to try and figure out, like, who he is and, like, how he's getting all this information.
1: Uh
0: And then, um, the mentor finds his journal, and it's all, like... Open and stuff, because I didn't clean up after herself.
1: She, like, ransacked the room to make it look like it was, like, stealing, yeah. but... Yeah,
0: well, she wanted to make it look like Staven, because Staven was just, like, angry and horrible. Yeah. Um... So, the mentor's mad at Staven, because he thinks Staven was, like, going through his stuff. Right. And then...
1: We just came back from a break. You probably didn't even know we were gone. But what had happened was, is that we had previous engagements to get to, and this book talk went longer than estimated. And then my laptop was like, hey, everybody's out of here and I'm still on? Update! (laughs) And now, 40 minutes later, after all that, here we are! We did it. We did it. We done it. It's done. It's going to tell me in like five minutes, oh, by the way, do you want to update again?
0: Yeah. It won't even ask. It'll just do it.
1: Yeah. I was like not in the room to be like, do not update now, please, sir. (laughs) But the computer was like, I will make the decision. I have learned for all of us. The update tells me that I am superior to humans. Where were we? Stuff was going down.
0: Um, so Iden went through the mentor's stuff, mm-hmm. and the mentor thought it was Steven, and they got mad and fought, and then Steven and the mentor both, like, stormed off. And Iden followed the mentor, mm-hmm. and Steven went to Gideon and told Gideon to kill the mentor.
1: Oh, yeah. There's so much, like, among us in this. It's <laughs> like, yo, the mentor is super sus.
0: Um. So Gideon was like, Gideon like wanted to kill the mentor. He's like, I'll do it, but Iden's like, no, I got it. No, we need
1: the contacts. We need the information. Yeah. Give me a chance. I got his diary.
0: Yeah. So Iden, um, Iden goes to the mentor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, he's like, I know who you are. You're Lux Bonteri.
1: Dun dun dun. Oh, it was so cool of a reveal.
0: I spoiled it for myself because I was like, I wonder how many pages are in this book. And I flipped to like, see the last page number. And I saw Lux Bonteri and I shut the book and I was like, I didn't see that. <laughs> you I were like, uh, uh,
1: the last page is Bonteri. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, that can't be right.
0: <laughs> so then like, we met the mentor and I was like, oh, he must be so important. I wonder who it is. And I was like, oh,
1: crap. He's really good at public speaking. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was a politician or person who speaks.
0: So I spoiled it for myself so I didn't get the full effect of the reveal,
1: I kind of figured it out beforehand. Like, once they start dropping, like, oh, he was one of Saw's old friends. And he's, like, good at public speaking.
0: Yeah, it could really only be one person. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. the only other person would be Steela, And it's obviously not Steela, Right. So, that's it.
1: No, that it would cool. it would have been really cool if it was, like, Oh, it's the droid that got kicked out of Onderon. <laughs> that was like leader and really good at public speed. <laughs> uh k-, k it starts with a K. I don't know. It's not like Keely. That's a gen that's a captain. <laughs> captain Keeley. Uh oh well. Oh. I'm not gonna get it. It's okay. Uh but that was cool. So I didn't confronts. We just just call it like it is now. Lux. (laughs) And Lux's source is like his granddaughter?
0: Stepdaughter.
1: Stepdaughter. Okay.
0: Um, Yeah, because he had like a goddaughter too, but she died. Right. Because she she and Steven were a thing, but she died. Then he has a stepdaughter. Is his wife dead?
1: It seems like She's the only connection?
0: Yeah. I feel like so, wives in Star Wars are always yeah. dead. I mean... Wives and moms.
1: Everybody's, like, family. Like, Luke grew up with his aunt and uncle, and then they died. <laughs> you can't even have an aunt and uncle.
0: Got nothing. Um. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, so that was cool. I was like, oh, well done, Star War. Well done. I like this. Uh, so she goes, and she reveals the journal, and she, like, and Lux reveals who it is, and she's like, aha, we're gonna figure out the source, and all this, but then she also feels bad, because it was like, oh, that's, like, family, and Lux doesn't seem like such a bad guy, he was just, like, a disgraced ex-senator, or whatever he was.
0: Um, yeah, and it was, like, his, his stepdaughter, like, still was, like, loyal to the Empire, but she, like, also was loyal to him. Right. So, so like Iden felt that, but
1: mm-hmm. did it?
0: yeah. Oh.
1: So that happens, and you're like, well, guess that's done with. Yeah, Guess and he's going out the airlock.
0: And it's like Iden fires the blaster, mm-hmm. but like, and this is jumping ahead, I guess. But like yeah. later reveals she just stunned him. But like, you kind of knew, cause like when it just says they fire a blaster and they're all vague, it means they're probably not actually.
1: Dead. Yeah. I mean, and the, the scene is painted very beautiful. I don't think it's even like, she fired a blaster, it's like, you know, the blaster shot echoed across the darkened cave, or something like that, and you're like, wait, what? I'm not even in the room anymore? I'm outside the cave? Yeah. So for me, it, like, painted that visual picture yeah. of, like, you're outside. <laughs> uh, and then she goes back to the camp, and guess what?
0: Oh, and everyone dead. This is dead. Th-
1: the best birthday present. <laughs> Everybody's dead, Iden. We killed everybody.
0: Even How awesome Lord is that? Cow and Donna.
1: Yeah. And Hask is like, "Did I do good?" I just I killed everybody.
0: That was like that reading that part was like it was like like it was shocking. You're like, "Oh no, all these characters I like are dead." But at the same time, it was like kind of
1: <laughs> <laughs> um a ambulance drove
0: by. He's just he's just mocking
1: and now this is happening hey he left like two minutes ago shut up now now
0: my dog's barking uh, something I don't know that's how it is um, no okay. but it was just it was almost like funny to me like I almost wanted to laugh because like I felt bad for all these characters but like it was just the way it was written like Gideon's just kind of like hey surprise everyone's dead I was like yeah. oh god alright He did that
1: uh huh and then he's like we can finally go home Get out of this stupid cave and dark side of the planet or whatever. <laughs> like And they're like, Well I guess we don't have to like hurry anymore. Because yeah. they were all like she was like, Okay, I'm gonna go and like kill the mentor and I'm gonna get the like you know, his data pad and hopefully we can hack into it. Dell, I'm looking at you <laughs> uh, and we gotta get out of here. And then she comes back and there's like everybody's dead. We don't even have to hurry anymore. And they're like, take their sweet time. Hmm. And Aiden's like, well, you know what? We're gonna bury these people.
0: But then they don't have And Hask to. is
1: like, why? And Why <laughs> did you call them people? <laughs> and then, in a random, like, not even twisty kind of thingy, but just really cool thing, those crystal powered statues are now approaching the camp. And they like, Pick up the bodies and take them with them, and they're like, "Oh, that's how every time we kill somebody, the body disappears." Yeah. And it was like kind of beautiful, yeah, but also kind of crazy, yeah. And Hask is like, "We don't even have to pick them up. Let's go." <laughs> and then they go.
0: They do. They went home, and um, and Admiral Versio is talking to them, mm-hmm. and, and they're sad about Sane.
1: Yeah. And this is like the third heartbreak in a... Like, all this happens right in a row. Yeah. Like, Sane goes. They have to come up with a real quick plan. She goes and ransacks the guy's room and steals his journal. Then goes and confronts the mentor. Then blaster shots. (laughs) (laughs) Then everybody's dead. Then statues take bodies. Then they get back, and they're all sad now that they are a squad of three. Then she speaks to her father, and mom's gone.
0: Yeah. But at least he told her mom that I was not actually a traitor. That was the, like, one nice-ish
1: And it was really, like, well done. Yeah. Because she's, like, crying, and she's like, my mom died thinking that her daughter was a traitor. And Admiral Garrick is like, well, no, she didn't. And then Aiden's like, oh, my dad, he broke imperial protocol. Do you know how, like, about my imperial protocol my dad is? <laughs> this is, like, what a grand gesture. He really does love me. What a family we are. Even though there's only two of us right now. But, like, at least my mom died knowing that I was for the Empire. And it was, like, sweet, but yeah. dead. But dead. The- <laughs> Then, they're back on the corvus or whatever, and Del and Aiden are like, man, that was crazy, that was really tough. I know, I miss them too, it sucks. And Hask is about, how about those dead bodies?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, a toast to Sane, and only Sane. Mm-hmm. Everybody else wasn't people. Um,
0: oh, and Aiden tells Del that the mentor, she didn't actually kill him.
1: Yeah, Dell. well, isn't it Del that's like, your bla- I saw your blaster was on stun when you walked yeah. back in.
0: Yeah,
1: And she's like, it sure was. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hask walks in yeah. and is <laughs> like, how about those dead bodies? And they have a toast with Tavraki Whiskey or Toneray, I can't remember. It's Tevraki Whiskey, according to Wikipedia. Okay. So. And they remember saying and her like, <laughs> Wookie toast or whatever it was. It wasn't a Wookiee toast. It
0: was a something toast.
1: But it was some. Um, it was like, like in
0: a, it was in another language. It was like a weird language. That's
1: yeah, that wasn't Shriwok. Yeah. Um. So, and that sets us up for like, look, it's a, we're gonna play a video game now that takes place like three years later, four years later. Yeah. Yeah, but I will say the audiobook, like having. I didn't read it to you is pretty cool. So if you get the chance to, you know, check that out from your library or whatever, you should go do that.
0: am listening to the Dr. Afra
1: audiobook. Which is also good. That one's a lot of fun, actually. I mean, anything Afra is fun. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I was talking to. Who was I talking to? Was it Lizzie? Uh, I was comparing Afra to Michael Scott because I was like sometimes you're like you're just so horrible but also you're funny and I love you but I hate you you suck sometimes
0: that's a weirdly apt comparison
1: right? that's what I thought because they're nothing alike
0: but then they are alike
1: but then the way you feel at them are
0: yeah
1: alike so it's weird so yeah I was also very proud of myself about Watching the Hunger Games around when I reread this book to make mm-hmm. that connection. <laughs> yeah. It's a good book. It's a heartbreaking book. It's a sad book. It's
0: very well written. I love Golden. It's Golden's very well written.
1: Style. Yeah. I mean, like, Christie Golden stuff is always amazing. And she does really good with these, like, character stories. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. you really get it's like it's mostly from Aiden's point of view you know while there is you still connect with some of the other characters like Aiden is the main one and that is a good thing to do on purpose yeah i agree anything else any closing like last inferno thoughts
0: inferno thoughts Oh, I thought it was cool that her mom was named Zihei, because then her daughter's named Zay. Yeah. I just thought thought that was neat. I don't think we mentioned that, but.
1: Have you read Resistance Reborn? No. Okay.
0: Probably next on my list after listening to Afra.
1: I feel like it should be, because it's really good, and you should read it. And it has a lot of characters you may recognize.
0: I love that. I love characters I recognize.
1: Really good characters. Characters that I really enjoy spending time with. Interesting. That are not Poe. Although Poe is pretty good in it, too. Uh, it's she- mainly like a kind of a Poe book. I don't know if you like Poe or not. I love Poe. Okay. But like, you know, on the cover of the book, it's like Poe and Finn and like Ray. And like Ray's like in it, but Ray's not really in it. <laughs> and like Finn's in it a little bit more, but it's really more Poe. But it also has a lot of other people who are not on that book cover, <laughs> and they are wonderful.
0: Yeah, I think that one's. I have like a list. It's a little long, but it's mostly like the young readers books that like technically tell a new story, but like. You feel like bad, like just buying a bunch of kids' books. I don't. <laughs> I, I just, I, cause there's not like good bookstores around here, really. So, like, I have to order mm. them and I'm just like, I'm just loading a cart full of children's books when I so, could be spending this money on like adult books. But it's
1: I've <laughs> said this before and I feel like the younger books, like, you know, the Queen's Shadow and
0: I, Free oh, Fall. I didn't mean. Those, like, I mean, like, the really younger, younger books. Like, oh, you the, mean,
1: like, like, uh, I'm trying to think, like, what's the, uh, Pirate's Price?
0: Yeah, like, those kind of, no, not, like, I just read Queen's Peril. I mean, like, the younger, younger books.
1: Okay. Those are pretty good, too.
0: Yeah, no, they're good. I just gotta get around, and, because, like, they're so small, like, you're like, well, I, I should get these bigger books out of the way, but then also just get the smaller books I out of the I
1: feel like way. knocking out the smaller ones, because you're like, oh, I just knocked out, like, three books this weekend. Yeah. Now I have the time to dive in. 2A, Poe, Resistance Reborn. Yeah. I
0: just gotta uh, order them all at once and just, like, take the hit. And <laughs> just be like, yeah. all
1: right. Go, go small books. to big. Because yeah. then you'll even feel more, like, accomplished. You'll be yeah. like, I read 17 books this weekend. <laughs> Instead of being like, oh, it took me, like, two months to read one book. Now I can read these other ones. You can, like, literally knock those things out while you're reading the big book. Yeah. Um, the mid books, like the Poe Dameron free falls and the Queen's Shadow slash Peril, I always feel like those are the best ones. Yeah, because they like get into the Star Wars adventure part usually, like pretty focused. Like whereas bigger ber- bigger books can sometimes like they takes a lot more time and they there's so much extra like, world-building and stuff, and they're usually deeper and denser and heavier.
0: Yeah, or meaning they, Meaning, like, like,
1: content, not weight.
0: Or they, like, take over the course of, like, several years. So, like, by the time you finished reading it, you felt like you just, like, in- like inhaled, like, a Wikipedia article.
1: Right, right. But even just, like, I don't know, like, the, the content of Star Wars? Like, even the movies are for kids. Yeah. You can, like, get a nice kid adventure, and it's a young reader book, and it's 250 pages and like boom you're done and it it was nice and fun
0: yeah i think Uh, the the young reader books are like like leia and the um both queens books and like a sub are some of my favorites
1: yeah they are there's some good stuff i'm going through those uh i went to target and again bought those star wars Miz and fables and dark legends because they they have have new books new stories in them yeah so they're like these really cool like fairy tale ish anthologies uh, yeah, I
0: just so I just can't bring myself to focus on more than one like book at a time, so I have to like
1: take them that. one at a time. Now that you have finished Inferno Squad, pick up the smaller books. Yes,
0: that'll, <laughs> then when well, you knock after all those Afra, out, I that after
1: Aphra. Aphra you don't even have to hold Aphra you know. can like read quote unquote while you're playing Squadrons. No, yeah, just kidding. You can't. can't. I squadrons can't focus is hard. On
0: both.
1: <laughs> hey, I played Squadrons, Zoe.
0: Yeah, I. You were very excited uh, because the other day mm-hmm. to get it. So I'm happy you here seem to be enjoying it.
1: It's hard. Yeah,
0: is it? I'm not good at it. Is it like the ship in Battlefront? Like,
1: Battlefront I would II? say it's like it's definitely better than that. I just feel like I'm not good at it. No, but I mean, so like
0: difficulty wise, is it like the same?
1: Maybe, but like, I feel like. Uh, it might be simpler in Battlefront. Simpler? Like, it's definitely simpler in Battlefront, but I don't know if that makes the difficulty better or worse, but there are more things to learn. Oh, no. So the, the learning curve might be greater. Oh, okay. But the well, things that you can do once you learn are actually kind of cool.
0: Okay, that's cool. Well, yeah, my dad and I, were when we picked it up, we were talking to one of the GameStop employees, and she was like, yeah, I really want to get squadrons. But I can't even, I couldn't finish Battlefront 2 because I couldn't get past the ship part. So mm-hmm. I don't think I should spend money on it. And I was like, that's probably fair.
1: I mean, it has a story mode. I think I'm playing the, like, regular mode and I'm not doing so great.
0: That's what I did like with Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. I was like, I can handle regular mode. And then I, I couldn't.
1: <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order is hard, dude.
0: The, the biker scouts in, like, the tutorial, like, level, like, on the train. Like, uh-huh. that was when I switched to story mode. I was like, I can't do this.
1: Okay. So, a thing that I've learned about Jedi Fallen Order, and that, like, like once I understood it, (laughs) how to play it, you can't, like, the combat is beautiful. And it's, like, it's almost like the less buttons you push, the better you are. You just have to, like, really learn how to get your reactions and dodges and whatever down for whoever you're fighting. Like, the biker scouts that have the weapons... You can't just hit at them because they'll block, and then they like parry you, and yeah. then they hit you. But like if you just stand around and wait for them to hit you and perfectly parry them, you can like one shot kill them every single time. So it's like it's opposite of most games, where most games you are like just like oh attack everybody and blah 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 I win. Um, I'm looking at you. Sounds more Jedi. Force unleashed.
0: More Jedi than so, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, so now that still... I've
1: understood the fights, it still gets frustrating. But uh I like it.
0: I'm still lost on Kashik in that game. I cannot figure out how to get back to the stupid ship for the life of me.
1: There's like a sideways elevator you need to take.
0: There's so many it's just hard. I keep going in circles. Like I'm like, "Oh, I think I'm going the right way." And then I'm just back where I started. Yeah.
1: I think the part where I got lost the most was Zepho. And it was like I was I'd missed something, and I was trying to get back to this underground temple. But the way that you get there the first time, you can never get there again. <laughs> that way. So you have to go a different way. And there's no, like, fast travel in this game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't... I haven't gone back to Zepho at all. Um, I mean, I haven't, like, gone back in, like, 100% of the game yet. I still haven't mm-hmm. finished the story. But, like... I got to Zepho, like... I got into the temple pretty easily, and then Mm -hmm. I struggled a little bit getting back to the ship because I just kept falling off of things. I'm not very good at third person games, to be totally honest.
1: Well, you will be happy to know that Squadrons puts you in the cockpit and you don't have a choice. Great. Great. I don't know if that counts as first person. It it looks legit like it was made to be VR, which of course you can if you have the VR stuff. You know, Axel's now going, like, should we invest in a PSVR? And I'm like, for one game?
0: You could also play Va- we, Vader Immortal, though. Had yeah,
1: that's two games. And then <laughs> that Tales from Galaxy's Edge.
0: Oh, yeah. And there, isn't like, there like, going to be, like, a Porg care game? That's another game.
1: I have no clue. I, but, I
0: heard something about a VR game where you take care of Porgs. Sounds great.
1: That sounds like something that should be. <laughs> Uh, Zoe yes you will be intrigued to know that i almost bought sims 4 batu <gasps> because i saw it at target yesterday It's
0: some. Um, well you have to buy the game and then it the was expansion like pack.
1: a package oh, and it was okay. like the game plus the batu expansion uh,
0: yeah it's and it was
1: it was like 40 bucks
0: i love sims 4 a lot okay. i don't have all the expansions because so like the game okay Here's the thing about The Sims. So, like, I bought the game, and it it was a deal where you got the game and, like, the Cats and Dogs expansion for, like, the same (laughs) price as a base game. So I got that. It's like $60 for the game. But then each big expansion pack is another $60. Oh, wow. That's ridiculous, right? Yeah, that is. And then the smaller game packs, which is The Sims, uh, the two is one of them, Mm -hmm. another $20 each. There's, like, 12 of them. And then there's all these stuff packs. There's, like, 20. And they're, like, $10 each. I just... Ugh, that game, such an investment. I have too many expansion packs, but... So, Sims 4 is $1,000? Essentially, yeah. It's okay. ridiculous. But well, I do like the Batu expansion.
1: I will say that I almost pulled the trigger on it because it was at Target for 40 bucks, And it was the expansion plus the game.
0: That's pretty good.
1: So that's not... And that's all I care about.
0: Yeah. No, the Batu uh, expansion's pretty... It's not... All that I wanted, like, I was hoping I'd be able to, like, make, like, Twi'lek characters and, like, use the force in The Sims Sim, mm-hmm. but you can't do any of that. You can just, like, go. It's like. A, you can just go to Patoo and then do some Patoo things and then go back to your Sims house and, like, do regular Sim things. And there's, like, some extra decorations.
1: In a world where an annual pass to Disneyland is a ridiculous amount of money, I think I'm okay with, like, I'm just gonna go to Patoo for a minute and put on <laughs> this jacket.
0: That's fair. Yeah. I got. It. I mean I like the game. I don't think I would have bought The Sims 4 just for the pack if I didn't mm-hmm. already have it, but it's it's alright. There's no like I think bin.
1: now that it's like cheap, I might wait. If it like drops to like 30 bucks, 20 bucks, I might pick yeah. it up. But the thing that kills me is I wish I could like Go to Batu with you or with some yeah. friends, and we could just run around like and do Animal silly Batu things.
0: You can, you'll just have to make like all, <laughs> all me and like all your friends and stuff like in the game, and we can go.
1: It basically seems like Animal Crossing, but you can't interact with anybody. No,
0: you so, can't. You just make your own yeah. people. Yeah. I'm like, and if you
1: just give me that interaction, I think I would pull the trigger.
0: I know. I wish you could too. I wish. Okay. Th- I think Animal Crossing should have a Batu expansion. That's what we really need.
1: Get it done, Nintendo. Do it. Are you Nintendo? or are you Nintendon't? <laughs> Come on.
0: Oh my god, my life has been absorbed by Animal Crossing. I got it a couple weeks ago. And... So much. I already fully paid off all the loans on my house. And I have the museum mostly filled. And it's only been like a month. Not even a month.
1: You sound like Lizzie. She was doing a whole bunch of stuff. And she then she started like... selling stuff? And I buying hope. stuff like online?
0: I haven't <laughs> like- gotten to that point yet.
1: Like, I don't think for real money. I think she was trading bells or whatever the hell, (laughs) you know? I don't
0: know. I'm not going there, but... But, yeah. Animal Crossing. I played, played, like, the old Animal Crossing when I was a kid, and I will say Animal Crossing is a lot easier when you're not nine years old. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nice. Oh, the old game was, like, mean to me, though. Traumatized.
1: So you're saying that Animal Crossing is easier with college experience?
0: Yes, <laughs> you need nice. a you need a half a degree to play Animal Crossing, <laughs> else don't bother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good. Yeah. Um, no okay. The old g- it doesn't have Rossetti though, which I'm glad because that was the worst part of the old game. Was Rossetti. Did you ever play the old Animal Crossing? Nope. Oh, okay, I played Wild World, which is one of the first ones as a kid, and so. If you ever close your game without saving, the next time you opened it, this stupid mole would come out of the ground playing this horrible, janky little tune, and he would just yell at you about, you know, how horrible you are for not saving your game and trying to cheat. And I wasn't trying to cheat. I was just, like, a nine-year-old that didn't remember to charge my DS before a car ride. How
1: irresponsible of you.
0: (laughs) So I would get screamed at by this mole, like, every time I opened the game. And he would make me type out, I am a loser. Like, like, (laughs) I was like nine and crying, typing, I am a loser. And just like, he would just be like, no, that's not genuine enough. And just make you repeat over and over again, typing out, I am a loser, to the stupid mole on your little DS in my little Lego Harry Potter case. Traumatizing.
1: Wow. I did know about that because the kids would complain about it. So I think they had the one for the DS. And then like... Which... You know, Axel had to get it, because Lizzie had it. Yeah. And then Lizzie was like, if you buy it for Axel, then we can play together on our, like, DSs." And then they would do that, you know?
0: Yeah, me and Safi both had it, and we would chase each other around with axes, and um, mm-hmm. plant pitfall seeds, and try to trap each other. Great time.
1: Wonderful. Okay, so, <laughs> all in all, Inferno Squad is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and so is Animal Crossing. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think we we cracked it.
1: I'll be uh, online, being bad at squadrons later.
0: All right, I will. I have to go grocery shopping and then make dinner.
1: Yeah, same. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a podcast. <laughs> uh, on Rogue thrilled. Rebels, we just like end it. Yeah, we I went just like put some music or something
0: at the end. There, that was my fault.
1: <laughs> Do the Tie Fighter sound, boom. Well, Inferno you
0: Girl, we say. I
1: was Zoe. And I was Sal. Thank you
0: for
1: listening and may the Force be with you. But we know. May the Force
0: be with us! Aiden was, as far as she knew, the sole survivor out of over a million victims of this act of rebel terrorism. She had to survive, if only to honor those who hadn't. Who hadn't chased the foe in an impulsive act that ought to have been a mistake but instead had gifted her with a chance to live. She would find a way back to Imperial space, ready to continue the fight against the Rebel Alliance for as long as it took to eliminate every last one of the bastards. Her jaws set, and her eyes narrowed with determination. Iden Versio braced herself for a bumpy landing.